0: Welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast, where you'll learn all the best tips, tricks, and practical techniques for building the confidence levels you've always wanted. With inspiring interviews, real-life examples, and game-changing insights, this podcast is for
1: women who know that mastering the skill of confidence is one of the most important things they'll ever do. Hello, and welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. I'm Anastasia Adams, and together with my business partner, Jody, we run Rise a business dedicated to helping women make confidence their new normal. So in today's episode, Jodie and I will be discussing a topic that no one wants to admit to, but everyone is guilty of. Today, we're talking about comparison syndrome, how destructive it can be to your confidence and what you can do to stop it. Now, we're all so familiar with this issue, but the truth is most people will never admit to it. We usually hear the standard lines of, I don't really care what other people think, or I don't care what other people are doing. But the reality is we all care whether we'd like to admit it or not. So today, Jodie and I will be discussing why comparison is so destructive to your confidence and also five simple techniques that you can use to stop comparison and salvage your confidence levels. So Jody, welcome to today's podcast. Well, welcome. I'm so glad to be speaking to you because
0: I haven't seen you in so long. I know, right? I know. Uh, we're in lockdown, so we haven't connected. We do Zoom calls like the rest of the world. And today we usually we well we usually record our podcast in person when we're sitting across the desk from each other. But today we're we're doing it remotely, as I do Remote with guests. <laughs> Yes, it's a new thing. I feel like a guest on my own podcast. A guest, you are a guest. Anyway, I'm a, and look, I'm especially thrilled to be speaking to everyone about this topic today because it is something that I think we all need to address. It's been coming up. I can't tell you in all the coaching I've been doing. It's been coming up so often at the moment. So yeah. it's really, it's something we. I look. I know we all deal with, and I know that comparison syndrome is something that is so destructive on our confidence. And it really is, it's just got such a terrible way of undermining everything you think and everything you've achieved. And I'll tell you what, social media has a big part to play in this, of course, like we all know that. There has never been a more difficult time in the world's history when it comes to keeping up with the Joneses, or I guess
1: in the modern world, it's keeping up with the Kardashians. Right. Especially right now. I mean, it's our Especially, only connection right now. We're I all so isolated. I'm sure it's different in different places in the world, but for us, at least at yeah. the moment, we are so isolated that, um, you know, social media is our window to what's going on in the world yeah. because we can't leave our house. We can't go out with our friends. Yeah. Um, so it is. It, comparison is a big issue right now. I think in many many societies. Absolutely. I've had to personally take a bit of a social media back step because
0: the challenges and people arguing online about mass and not mass and vaccines and not max vaccines and all the things was really. Yeah. It wasn't as so much comparison, but it was really affecting me. But I think because it is that, as you say, that that window that you also can't help but see all the other. All the other stuff. So yeah. it really is something that, as I said, we are we are relying on it so much for connection at the moment that it is also making an impact. Um, in but it's in, not in real, right? It's not real. It's not real. It's real. We know it, and we know. Look, the majority of people on social media only ever post their highlights. You know. Yeah. Which fabulous restaurant they're eating at, or the amazing awards their children have won, or the picture of their new car, or the photos of their amazingly glorious holidays—well, or at the moment, no. <laughs> the, um,
1: the 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 walks that they're going on, oh yes, all the, the amazing walking tracks yes. that they've found. Check I, me out, I'm being active in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Oh my god what has our <laughs> life become You right? know what but we, you know we don't see the behind the scenes real life versions of these people sadly no. and I you know what I did the other day I did post on on our rise yeah. women page that I I was having a meltdown, that I just had to stop everything and not homeschool and not expect to achieve any work. And I just went and sat on my veranda in the sun and felt sorry for myself for a whole day. I did post <laughs> that. But Sometimes it was, we need that. It was amazing because the the amount of people that actually did connect with that. And as you saw, we got emails about that. Like people yeah. did go, oh my God, thank God you're actually just telling the truth because I feel exactly the same. And yeah. it is important that we do that and it keep remembering that this is the behind-the-scenes, real-life versions of the people that yeah. do show us that. But this is why you, there is so much out there. You know, we start comparing our own lives and question our own lives and it's sort of just that automatic place we go to. You know, why don't I go out as much as they do? Why aren't, you know, why aren't I on that beautiful bushwalk? Why is my yeah. business... Not as successful as they are. Why isn't my food as delicious? You know, I'm serving up chicken snits all the same as I've always done. I'm not doing much else. You know,
1: you're not making sourdough. Not making sourdough.
0: <laughs> not making sourdough. I have seen yeah. a lot of sourdough being made. I know. Anastasia. I'm not even trying that.
1: I'm, I'm not, not even trying as it. you know,
0: I'm a terrible cook, so it's a really bad idea that I start trying to do the sourdough thing. But
1: it's easy to get caught up in it, it though, is. isn't it? It's it so really easy. Is. there's
0: so much to compare to. It is. And I I actually I did do the cliched clean out the spice draw though, I will admit to that. Good.
1: <laughs> Had to be done, it was
0: something done. I had been planning on doing for many, <laughs> many months actually, many years. And I thought, today's the day. Today, I'm clearing yeah. out the spice drill. That was my one thing I had to achieve, and that's what I've been doing. Just <laughs> I write one thing down that I'm going to achieve that day and not, you know, not try to do too much. But anyway, getting yourself. back to comparison, yes, it's endless. It's endless. The comparisons are endless, and unfortunately, when you're in that comparison place they have a really good way of turning your attention away from what you are doing and instead making you focus on what you think you should be doing, which is never never a good place to be.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, comparison syndrome in my mind is probably the complete opposite of gratitude and contentment because the second we start comparing ourselves to someone else, we actually start to lose sight of our own goals and our own achievements. And I mean... We forget to celebrate what we have and what we've done. And instead, all our focus and everything we turn to is what we don't have. And then once we do this, we suddenly start to feel, you know, the insecurity, the self-doubt and the resentment creep up on us. And look, if you've listened to our podcast before, you've probably heard us speak many times on how damaging insecurities and self-doubt can be to your confidence. And we all know confidence is a belief that you have in yourself, your skills, your talents, and your ability to learn, to grow and to achieve. But once you start to lose that sense of self-belief, because you're comparing yourself to someone else, then the first thing that will suffer will be your confidence. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And I actually have a really interesting story about that. So a few years ago, over the dinner table, my son was telling me who in his class was a faster runner than him. He standard had it,
1: standard yeah. dinner table conversation. He had it,
0: the cross country was coming up and he had it all stepped out. Who was the fastest and who was the slowest in, in order? And he was sitting at about fourth, right? He knew right. <laughs> so I listened to him and then I launched into my very parenting type lecture, explaining to him that life is not about comparing yourself to others. All that matters is that he tries to be the best person that he can be and to achieve his best on the day, right? Very enough. And then as these very insightful words were spilling out of my <laughs> mouth, I realised that that very day, earlier in that very day, I had engaged in exactly the same type of comparison, so, one of my favorite bloggers that I follow on on Facebook had posted that her successful self-publishing book, self-published book, was on the shelves for only a month before it was snapped up by some famous publishing house for worldwide distribution. And I'll tell you, when I saw this, I instantly felt so deflated hopeless unmotivated and you know what even a little bit jealous I mean she had just achieved my dream and I couldn't understand why the same thing hadn't happened with our book you know I immediately started just to question everything just from reading this one blog post or this one you know
1: isn't that crazy yeah one post can send you into like just a A spiral spin
0: correct yeah I was like why was her book doing better than mine and what had she done that I hadn't and why was she so lucky and why was I've worked hard and all those rubbish that goes along with it and then I realized I actually had no idea what her journey had been like. So comparing myself to her was completely unrealistic and obviously just irrelevant. I mean, I was really comparing myself to another woman's success and even worse, I'd probably been comparing my beginning with someone else's middle or even end. Clearly, I needed to take my own advice, but I only realised the connection between these two events when I was saying it out loud to my son in my very parenting type lecture, knowing that, hmm, Jody, you need to take a little bit of your own
1: advice. And honestly, I was a little <laughs> bit confronted. <laughs> it's strange when we do that, isn't it? Oh, I know. Honestly, we have no idea. We have no idea what other people have been through to get where they are. We yeah. don't. No. So the truth is comparing ourselves to others is always going to be unfair because we usually compare, you know, the worst of ourselves with the best that we presume about other people. It's not even what we know. It's what we think is their best. That's right. Compared to what we are sure is our worst, which is often, you know, just what we see online. Yeah. We compare what we think is our boring life to the seemingly incredible lives of our friends or even complete strangers on Instagram. It's bizarre. Yeah. And then we start to wonder. And question why we aren't doing more, and you know, that's where the insecurities and the self doubt kick in. Why aren't we being more social? Why aren't we eating more beautiful food? Or, you know, why aren't we going out all the time and hanging off the back of a yacht? Why aren't we looking fabulous and <laughs> making sourdough? The world, doll, making know? sourdough. I know, oh, making sourdough. You know, everyone seems to be traveling at the moment, even though we can't travel. It's just you know, there's holiday pics everywhere, yeah. And there's a reason. There's a reason why this happens. And I think it's summed up perfectly. There's a quote by Steve Furtick that says, the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. Yeah. And this is so true. I mean, people only show us what they want us to see. And you know what? Even their struggles and their challenges are often heavily filtered and they're scripted and they're gift wrapped to look like there's something entirely different. So they might be talking about something being challenging, but really- It's not really what they're showing you. I mean it's never a fair comparison when you realise that those same people would never post a photo of themselves sitting around bored, demotivated and scrolling through their phones just like you are. Yes. (laughs) Right? But when we look at our lives, our own lives, all we see is the raw truth the struggles, the heartaches, the challenges, you know, all the defeats and the disappointments, and that's when our confidence plummets. We compare and despair about why our lives aren't different. But really, if you think about it, we probably only want one tiny aspect of their life anyway. Yeah. I mean, if you saw what that person dealt with in all the other moments of their life, which are never discussed or posted on social media, you know, health issues or relationship issues or just personal mental health issues, if you – saw that you'd probably choose your own life back again anyway
0: absolutely and isn't that so true because everyone is traveling on a different path and all our journeys look different which means all our wins and losses our successes or failures our challenges and achievements are all different too you know the truth is if you really were inspired to change everything after comparing yourself to other people you probably would want your, you know, your friend Stephanie's career or your workmate Mary's relationship or Susan, that mum from school's body. (laughs) Yeah. You may even feel like a lesser person in comparison to these people because they all seem to have something that you don't. But you know what? If you look closer at their lives, sure, Stephanie might have a great career, but she's really insecure about her looks. And you know what? Mary may have a great relationship, but she's got significant health problems. And Susan, well, Susan's, you know, got a great body, but she's currently going through a really painful divorce and a horrible custody battle. So, you know what? No one's got it all, right? No one. After comparing your behind the scenes with their behind the scenes, do you still think you'd really want their life or is it just the highlights parts that you want? Yeah, exactly. Look, we each have totally unique talents, gifts, experiences and knowledge that all make us completely rare individuals. So the reality is it's never apples versus apples when it comes to comparing yourself to others. So now that we know that, let's talk about what we can do to stop comparing ourselves to others, both socially and in our business and careers. Great. Okay, I'll
1: start. So confidence building and comparison destroying technique number one. Sounds really dramatic, doesn't <laughs> what it? a da, da,
0: da, dramatic. Da, do we need a, like we need some sort of. A drum roll, I'll please. need some sort of, yeah, some instant music or something. I don't know.
1: Well, we've got to make it land. We've got to make it land. Uh, I'm going to say it again. Confidence building and comparison destroying technique number one (laughs) is appreciate you. Now, look, I know this sounds simplistic. It really does. But this is honestly something that most of us very rarely do. We're so caught up in our daily lives and with everything that's going on that we just forget to stop, you know, and take a deep breath and truly look around us and see what we have accomplished. So we need to stop looking at the outside world for validation, you know, ego stroking, yeah. gathering likes and acceptance and all of that. And instead, just try to appreciate what you have, where you're at in your life, what you've learned and what it took to get there. You may have started a business or you might be raising beautiful children or you may have overcome you know, serious health challenges or you may have created and nurtured an amazing network of awesome human beings around you. I don't know, you could have recently built a house or bought a house or moved, or you may have left a toxic relationship, or you may be working really hard on a beautiful one. You may have, you know, just gotten back into the workforce after a long break or changed careers or taken a leap of faith and gone for that promotion that you've always wanted. I mean, there are so many things that you have achieved that make you the amazing person that you are. So instead of wondering why you can't be like someone else or why you can't have their life, just stop for a moment and maybe try to focus on all the fantastic things that you've created in your own life. Yeah. Absolutely. Which leads us straight into technique number two.
0: Yes. And I'll do that one. And technique yep. number two is to look over and learn. Oh my God. I can't tell Love you it. how many times I've talked about this in coaching. It's in our book. It's in our course. This is, I learned this year. Oh God, so many years ago. Um <laughs> And it's still one of my favorite techniques, look over. Now, we talk about this all the time, as I've said, we never say that you should look up to someone. You should always look over to them. So instead of looking up to people as if they are somehow superior to you, practice looking over to them instead as a form of admiration or, even inspiration rather than any focus on superiority. Look, nobody's getting magical results. Consider that that person probably more than likely undoubtedly had to work (laughs) really hard or take big risks to get what they have or to be that thing that you're actually comparing yourself to. I mean, look, personally, I would love to be toned, fit, and have a body that I could wear a midriff top without any concern. (laughs) But the reality is I am not prepared to put in the work at the gym to make that happen. I mean, I'm just really hoping that one day a genie pops out of a bottle to (laughs) grant me my wish, but that woman that I'm actually comparing myself to, she's actually sweating it out at the gym five days a week. So it's definitely not apples versus apples comparison when i do that it's just she's not waiting
1: for our genie right she's
0: not she's She's just making it happen making it happen right
1: yeah
0: and it's actually not fair to compare or be envious about something that you either don't know the full story about or that you are not willing to put the work in to achieve so instead of looking up to that person as though they have something that you don't and wishing it was you maybe you should look over to them and ask what can I do to be more like that admire the effort that that person has put in to being who you know who they are or what they are yeah or to have what they have and try building some of those strategies into your own life if you want the same results that look over to and and copy and learn from rather than looking up to as though that person has something separate that you can't actually have and this applies look this applies to fitness business social lives pretty much everything in your life if you want a certain result no one is going to walk over and hand it to you I mean we all sort of know that essentially It's True. really up to you to make it happen. So learn from others who are living your dream life or doing dream things or things that you want and look at what it takes and make that happen for yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love that one. It's just, a, it's a realistic perspective Yeah, of how to make your goals and your dreams, you know, how to achieve them. Yes. If, if you don't put the work in, it's just not going to happen which I think leads nicely into our next technique, technique number three, which is gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Yes, Yes, this word has been overused and, yes, it may seem like a no-brainer. Everyone's got gratitude jars and, you know, lists and everything. (laughs) Um, But I found in my own life over and over again that there is nothing, literally nothing, that keeps me more positive, confident and happier than gratitude. Yeah. Um, I have a really, really strong sense of gratitude. It starts my day and it ends my day every day. Mm. If I ever find myself wishing that I was somewhere else or someone else or I had a different life because I've been, you know, consciously or even subconsciously comparing myself to others, I start ticking off a mental gratitude list in my head.
0: Yeah. It's um, that refocus, isn't
1: it? You just need to yeah, it Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, and I take it right back down to the basics, right, because that's what helps to keep me grounded. Yeah. Uh, If I ever find myself envying someone else's lifestyle and, you know, I wish I could go out or travel or experience more, I remind myself that there are so many people in the world who don't even feel safe to leave their own homes. Yeah. So I instantly, it's an instant feeling of gratification for that, you know, that coffee catch-up that I've scheduled with a friend, which other people, for me, is like it's a nothing, but for them it's impossible. Yeah, you know, or if I find myself comparing my body or my image to someone else, now, I remind myself that you know, whilst I may not look like a supermodel, <laughs> I am grateful for the fact that I have access to clean and fresh food, and yeah. I'm happy and I'm healthy, right? And and that's it, it. Seems like a basic human right to have access to clean and healthy food, but a lot of people don't. Yes, you're um, right. Plus, I really don't want to get up at six o'clock in the morning five times a week to head to the gym. I don't, and yeah. I'm grateful for that too. <laughs> Well, I am. I'm grateful for the fact that there is no one knocking on my door saying it's time for the gym. Yes. Um and you know what, this applies to work as well. When I start questioning why our business isn't making the you know, the millions and millions of dollars we need to buy our private jet. Yes. We'll just put lay by on. <laughs> <laughs> I remind myself to be grateful for the fact that instead this business actually gives us the flexibility to be present for our families and the opportunity to impact and help so many people around the world. I know, I
0: know. It's you
1: know? So, yeah, It really is. And when you bring it back to the basics, and remind yourself to be grateful for life's simple pleasures. Then you know those fancy cars and the the fancy restaurants and everything else. None of it seems to be as important or as necessary anymore.
0: No, and you know what? There's so many people that have all that, and it hasn't made a difference. So you've sometimes no. I remind myself when I'm sort of do feel like I've gone to that place of envying something or wishing I you know wanted something or comparing. I yeah. think yes, but I'm I'm assuming that that thing that house that car that business success that level of fame or whatever it might be yeah
1: is making them happy
0: bring me happiness and yet so many people have it and
1: it doesn't do that so that's not the key that's not the key factor yeah and the truth is most people who i know at least who are content with their lives and are truly happy and grateful for everything that they have, they honestly don't feel the need to plaster what they have all over social media. Yeah, it's yeah. enough for them to know that they have it. Yeah, they don't need the rest of the world to know it as well. Because for these people, it honestly isn't about comparison, it's yeah. just about contentment and gratitude. Yeah, so the technique here is to bring gratitude into your life daily and practice yeah. it consistently, yeah. and that's the key. Uh, You know, if you feel like your confidence levels are getting a little low or you seem to be comparing yourself more and more, then up the frequency and practice your gratitude technique more often because this forces your brain to change perspective. Mm. And, you know, in the beginning, it might seem like words or just random thoughts, but the more you do it, the more it starts to take hold. I mean, trust me, it works. Anyone who knows me knows that most of the time I'm generally a pretty happy and positive person. And I promise you, That mindset for me, it always comes from gratitude. Uh, You know, if I'm ever feeling down about something, I will always look to the good in my life, not the bad, and that will shift everything for me. Yeah, and it's
0: pulling yourself up on that all the time and just going, right, okay, oh, why am I feeling like this? Right, because I've lost focus on... The perspective of this and bringing yourself back to that. And I love that because exactly. we've also, I've, as you know, I've just been doing a, a course on being a habit practitioner and we yes. actually talked a lot about this, about bringing the habit of gratitude or creating this habit. You know, it's important to find that moment in the day that's the same every day, whether it's when you put your head on the pillow at night or the first thing when you get up in the morning or when you have your morning coffee, you create this habit of, you know, when I have my morning coffee, I will write down the three things I'm grateful for. Or when, you know, yeah. it's bringing those back and actually building it in, whether you write it down or you just go through it mentally, it's that refocus, but it's that daily practice of
1: doing it. Yeah, that absolutely. That's really and important. And it, it is, it's about, you're right, it's about finding your trigger, right? So for me, yeah. this is going to sound a bit bizarre, but my trigger is the weather. And it's not necessarily good weather, it's just the weather. So the weather is what will trigger my um my habit of gratitude so I look outside today for example it's beautiful and sunny so I'm just grateful that you know Mm. I I, you know at the moment overseas there are wildfires there are floods there's stuff going on so that will trigger my if it was raining though I'd also be grateful because you know we've been through such a long time of drought here in Australia yes that the rain is also something to be very very grateful for so for me Weather is my trigger. Yeah. I look at the weather. That's you know, a great if it's, one. Because it, it, it's always there. Yes, you're right? always so looking we'll out
0: always, when you get up in the morning. It's that morning. I look out, yeah. see what the weather's like, and that's yeah. your moment to to kick in a bit of gratitude.
1: And it's the same at night. Yeah. I'll go to bed at night. We have a little bunny. We have, My kids have a rabbit and it lives in the garage. And, you know, I'll go out to to check on the rabbit and if it's raining, I am grateful that I've got a roof over my head. Mm. And if it's a beautiful clear sky, I'll stand out there and stargaze for five minutes and I'm grateful that, you know, I have my little place in the world. So there's always something. Once you find your trigger. Yes then it will always help you to practice this technique.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: No, that's an awesome one.
0: Okay, well, on to technique number four, and this one is to compete only with yourself. And this goes back to what I was talking about with my very parenting type lecture with my son. (laughs) Only compete with yourself, especially since the Olympics have been on very recently. We see and hear about elite athletes all the time who talk about their personal best you know they're in serious competition most of the time when they're interviewed one of the first things they talk about is achieving their own pb achieving their own personal best you see athletes know the value of having a clear and focused mindset and they also know that doubt and insecurity can be completely debilitating when they are competing They are coached within an inch of their lives and they are trained mentally just as much as they trained physically because the mental is so important. So to be an elite athlete, you need to stay confident, self-assured and focused at all times. And this takes a certain mastery over their own brain.
1: Yeah, I have seen it at play, haven't we, though? Yeah. Especially with the Olympics. I mean, uh, you know, the, the, the Simone Biles thing. The, yes. The Simone, that was a perfect example of this. Yeah. That physically, she's, she's an elite athlete. You will yeah. not find a better gymnast than her, but her mind wasn't in it. Yeah. She was not mentally in the right state of mind to compete. Yes. And that's what made all the difference. It's not that she doesn't know how to do these things. No. It's not that she's not the best in the world at doing these things, but when you're not mentally in the right headspace the physical doesn't matter
0: no it doesn't matter it doesn't matter I mean could you imagine the impact that comparison syndrome would have on any sprinter any tennis player any golfer instead of focusing on their own achievements their skills their talents what they can do they just kept looking at what everyone else was doing I mean you just can't perform that way that would impact their performance so much. If they if their main focus was on how much faster, stronger, or more skillful their opponent was, they're not yeah, focusing absolutely. then on their own personal best and doing what they need to do. You know what they know the absolute importance of competing with only themselves and of focusing on improving their own results. So if you want to maintain high confidence levels and not let comparison syndrome, you know, take over your life and your goals, then you need to think like an athlete too, of course, without all the physical training, you know.
1: Thank <laughs> you God. Need your
0: mindset, <laughs> you need to get your mindset in the, in, in the place of what an athlete would do. You yep. need to work on training your brain to stay in your lane, try your hardest and only focus on your personal best because if you always aim to do your best and not try to achieve everyone else's best, then you will never be left feeling disappointed or demotivated because you will have the satisfaction of knowing that you tried your absolute hardest and you did the very best that you could possibly do. And there's so much that comes from that when you are proud of yourself
1: for what you've achieved yeah. you know absolutely i mean that's a whole other technique in itself isn't it celebrating mm. achievements yeah um all also true I and mean, comparing ourselves to others means that we literally forget to run our own race yes. and we start running someone else's race you're right yeah which means that you know not only will you not achieve their results, but there's also a good chance you won't achieve your own results yeah. either, right?
0: Absolutely, and that came up quite a lot in the Olympics too when they talked about. I ran my, you know, we watched a lot of the swimming. You know, yeah, I focused. We had a we had a plan. I I executed my plan. I focused on the plan that I was I was going to put
1: in, and that's how they got the results. Sometimes it almost became redundant whether they won a medal or not. Mm. Like there were some athletes who just achieved such an incredible personal goal that whether they got a medal or not was irrelevant. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so on to our fifth and final technique for this podcast, which is to take a holiday. Now, I know we're a little restricted with travel I at wish the I could take a holiday,
0: Anastasia. I, I, I take a holiday
1: from my desk to my bathroom and uh-huh. then I take a, a, a little mid-holiday from my bathroom to my kitchen. What I actually mean is to give yourself a social media holiday. Yeah. Now, we all know how addictive social media can be, right, even those of us who hate it like me yeah. or who don't use it nearly as much as others We still find ourselves on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. There's dozens of platforms all the time. Sometimes I don't even know how I got there. I jump on to check, you know, a Rise Women post or I get a notification for something and then I fall down the rabbit hole. Yes. Right? We don't know. And then hours later, you hate yourself. You just go, oh, my God, I've wasted so much time just trawling through useless videos and obviously filtered photos that make me, you know, pull my face back to go, oh, maybe I do need that cream (laughs) and... Pointless posts. It's just, you know, we all do it. Yeah. I mean, it would be great to say that we don't, but we all do it. Yeah. But if you find that you're struggling with social media and that the comparison seems to be getting worse and worse because of it um, and because you are constantly being bombarded with what other people have, what they look like, what they're doing, then you need to give yourself a really well-deserved break and take a holiday from social media, at least until you feel stronger or better equipped to deal with the online world, right? It doesn't have to be forever.
0: No, but it is that point of sometimes when your mental health, like last week or the week before when I said that, you know, that week I was having a particularly bad week, they're the moments you just get off for the week. And just when you're not feeling strong enough to deal with the crap that you might come across or what you might see so it's it can just be when you've taken a bit of a dip get off and focus on getting your confidence or the your emotional stuff your mental health back to a place where you know you can deal with things differently and that might be a week maybe that's a couple of days maybe that's five weeks who knows but it's it's knowing yourself that you need to feel you need to be in a better place to you need to to prioritize your mental health yeah you have to do it yeah
1: because the less you prioritise your mental health, then the more impact. You know, when you're in a really, really good place and you see one of these posts that makes you feel a bit envious, it's hard to manage it when your headspace is in a good place. Yes. But if you keep piling this on top, then it makes it even more difficult to manage and your, your mental health will suffer at an even faster rate. Yeah. And look, it doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't have to be from all platforms at once you know, find your triggers again, just go every time I go to pick up my phone, do something else, go have a glass of water or do something, (laughs) you know, you just need to identify the the platforms that are having the biggest impact on you and distance yourself from them for a little while, just to clear your head and get some real life perspective again, because what we see on our phones and on our screens, it's not real life. It's just not. No. And you know what, try not to be stopped by that fear of missing out, right? Mm -hmm. I know it'll feel like, You've been cut off from what everyone is doing. I know teenagers deal with this all the time. It's such a big deal for them to be connected with their friends, especially while we're in lockdown. But, look, trust me, there are other ways of staying in touch with people and events that truly matter to you. It's what the world did before phones were invented, everybody, (laughs) before social media. We used to pick up the phone and call people, right? I know. We had a life outside of social media and I'm hopeful that one day we can have that life again. Yes.
0: I doubt, I doubt it, but it's about management. No, it is about management it and is. managing ourselves. As soon as I feel myself comparing, or if I'm feeling bad about following somebody, I just take them off. I just don't yeah. follow that person. If I, uh, there's no point in going to a place, it just makes me feel bad. There's nothing you else you would ever do in your life you would keep turning up to a place that made you feel terrible. So. No, you know, if but why us, do we do
1: it with social media? Well, yes, just like just got to—it's that.
0: Well, it's the addiction. It's just that addiction. Yeah. It's that—that's another whole episode. But um, it's the addiction. But it is really checking in on ourselves and putting ourselves as the priority, and making sure that what we do look at on on our social media, if we are going to be on there, is engaging and inspiring, and you know, making you feel great making you feel great and if it's not change it do something different it's not working yeah yeah okay so well that's it for today's podcast thank you so much for joining us again we love getting all your feedback and ideas for topics so please keep them coming and please remember to share and subscribe so we can keep bringing you all the best confidence building topics and techniques Anastasia I hope I see you soon I know (laughs) I miss you. I miss working together. Um, I hear but anyway, you. We're still we're going wait. along and doing what we have to do. And stay we, safe, everyone. Yes, stay safe, everyone. And until next time, remember, with confidence, anything is possible. Bye for now. Bye.